0: Welcome to Jammin' and Jammies, the podcast. I'm Megan Barker. You know the drill. We're sitting down with our favorite music creators, industry leaders, finding out how they got where they are. We're going to get some valuable insights into the music world. And uh, today we have a very special guest. This is one of my favorite people. I feel like I say that a lot, but I really mean it. I really Aww. mean it. This is David Evans. David Evans is a singer-songwriter here in Nashville. Let's welcome him. David, welcome. Hey, how's it going? Hey, I'm so happy you're here.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here. Thanks I'm so happy, happy that here. you're here. I'm We're we're
0: at David's house right now, and my feet are on his couch, but it's fine. He said it was okay. It's okay. Um, Okay. Let's just start at the beginning. Where are you from, and how did you get into music?
1: Oh, man. Tell your adoring fans. I am from Indiana, Mm -hmm. Indianapolis area, and I started music at a young age. So my dad was uh, in music at church. He was the director of music at my church. And my mom was a music teacher growing up for grade school. Oh wow! So you were
0: surrounded by music.
1: I was surrounded by music. So from a young age, they had me on the piano and Aww. banging on pots and pans and. Aww. Yep. So I grew up around it. I had to go. I mean, I was. They were. They didn't want to pay a babysitter, so I went to all the rehearsals and. Right. I was always there. Yeah. So
0: when did you decide that music was what you actually wanted to do?
1: Yeah, I think um, when I realized I wasn't going to be an NBA player. <laughs>
0: Um, so you played sports?
1: I did. Yeah, I was super. Being from Indiana, I was super into basketball. Okay. That's what. It snows a lot, so we're yeah. in the gym a lot. So that yeah, makes sense. yeah. So, okay. um, but then I realized my dad's five seven and my mom's five seven, <laughs> so I made five eleven. So good I, for you. I outpaced them. Good yeah. job.
0: He ate his vegetables. I did,
1: but uh, <laughs> no, I was I was uh, I was always super involved in music, and I think when I was when I was fourteen, I wrote my first song. And Damn. I wrote it on the back of an olive garden mat, uh like place mat, oh, yeah, with crayons, oh cool. yeah,
0: okay, so do you remember what inspired the song?
1: oh what man, it was about
0: like why did you sit down and write a song?
1: I don't know i think i I think I just started playing guitar, mm-hmm. um, so I just immediately was like, I want to write songs, yeah, so who
0: were you listening to? Were were you listening to music when you were fourteen? And oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, I mean, I was super into I was in like I started playing guitar in fifth grade, which is not 14, but, (laughs) 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 but, but yeah, but I mean like, but by 14, I knew enough of the chords and knew how to play guitar enough where I could start writing, trying to write my own songs. So, um, so when I was 14, 15, I was listening to John Mayer, which we love. That's right. John Mayer. Um, and then like, I mean, acoustic pop was big at the time. So like. Teddy Geiger, which is...
0: Oh my God, yeah, Teddy. Teddy Geiger.
1: Um, what's what's another one? Um, who, do, who, who does Collide?
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That was the guy name? from
0: the Backstreet Boys, wasn't it? You no, and I Collide?
1: I don't think so. Was it?
0: Do, 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 do. Yeah. Yeah, that was the guy from the Backstreet Boys. I swear. We're going to have to Google it. Are you sure?
1: It. Oh my gosh. Uh, what is... Howie Day. Right? That's Howie Day. Howie Day. I swear he's from... The... Watch Howie... me
0: eat my words. I swear. Okay, whatever. Anyway. I don't
1: know. Maybe. Um, and then, like, The Fray and all I that good stuff. New. Oh,
0: yeah. my gosh. We're talking about we're the same age. So yeah. all of these songs are, okay, yeah, yeah carry on. Yeah. Hitting me so,
1: so hard. Uh, Goo Goo Dolls. Like, oh. my dad was really into Goo Goo Dolls. So Aww. I started listening to Goo Goo Dolls. And, yeah, so that, that was a cool time to start getting into guitar because yeah. so, so much stuff on the radio was, like, guitar-driven.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So then, okay, high school,
1: mm-hmm. did you write songs? Yes, started writing high, uh, high school songs. Started writing songs <laughs> in high school. <laughs> Um, and then I realized in high school, I played sports until I played basketball, like AAU, high school, all the thing all the, all the things until sophomore year of high school. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, kind of like a bad experience with like coaches and stuff like that. Just Aww. like, just, you know, like politics and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I was kind of like, I'm done. Like, this is like, not this is, me. I'm so stressed out all the time. Like, yeah. I'm not keeping up with my grades in school because I'm, like, so focused on trying to be yeah. a basketball player. But um, so my English teacher, I went to a small uh, private high school uh, freshman through junior year, and my English teacher grabbed a hold of me, and she was like, hey, you need to try out for the musical. And I was like, I don't really do musicals. Like, that's not my thing. Like, she, like I played at, like, acoustic guitar talent shows or whatever, but yeah. I was like, I don't do, like, musical stuff. So they were doing the Music Man, <clears throat> and so I was like, okay, you know, like she she wore me down, so I was like, okay, I'll try out, and I had so much fun, Aww. like it was so fun, I was in the little barbershop quartet, I didn't have a big role, but I had so much fun, it was easy to like, an easy like first time role yeah. to get into, so I was like, okay, this is awesome, and then I just kept, I just got, I, you know, I joined the choir, I just got super into music um, in high school, and I was just like, okay. This is kind of what I want to do. I was like, this is where, I, like, this is where I feel naturally gifted at. I yeah. feel like in sports, I was I had to work so hard to try to be good. Yeah. And music, I obviously have to work hard, but I just felt like it came easier than yeah. a lot of other things in life.
0: Came more natural. So,
1: yeah. So I was like, okay, you know, I will do. Uh, I want to pursue music. So then I went to my senior year. I transferred to. My public high school, which is a really big high school, and they had a really, really good music program. Wow. So I was. So you left
0: all your friends? I
1: left all my friends Aww. because I knew I wanted to do it in college. And I knew in order to get probably get a scholarship and be prepared for college, I'd have to go to a bigger school.
0: Smart kid. Yeah. Yeah. So, and your parents were supportive.
1: Super supportive. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So, which was fun. To um, so take, yeah.
0: take us into college.
1: So, yeah. High school was great. I did show choir. I did the musical. I was gassed on in the musical. I did all the fun things. Um, we
0: need pictures but okay Go oh on. my gosh I had to wear a
1: muscle suit because I wasn't very, Stop. I wasn't very strong. That's hilarious. strong <laughs> um, yeah then I went to uh I only applied for one college it was Anderson University I had some friends that went there they had a really good music program uh another small school it wasn't too far from home yeah. which my mom was pumped about I was
0: gonna say mom so, loves that
1: yeah so um yeah so I went there had a great time and um it was very like classically focused, so which okay. which was cool because like it um, spending hours learning how to try to sing correctly. Um, I feel like has helped me out a lot now. I'm so sure. especially when I'm we're singing all the time. Yeah, you know, long gigs, four or five hour gigs.
0: Can't hear yourself.
1: Can't hear yourself. <laughs> try not to blow out your voice. So um, so that that was super beneficial. I had great teachers. I had really good friends. Um, but like the group that I was in. Um, at my college, like they were more like going to be music educators and stuff like that. Like, they weren't going to do singer songwriter chase their dreams kind of stuff, you right. know? And the, I mean, their dream was probably become a teacher. So like, they're chasing their dreams yeah. in that way. But like, not move somewhere you've never been before to. Did, did you
0: know that you wanted to be in Nashville during this time?
1: Yeah, yeah. I actually, um, I remember when I was sixteen, I was like, man. I really want to move to Nashville. I started dating my first girlfriend when I was 16, and she loved country music. I oh. could, I had nothing to do with country music. I didn't grow up around it. Right. And I was like, this is, like, you know, I was just, I was more into, like, the pop stuff. And she got me hooked on country music. She burnt me a CD of her favorite country songs. Oh my and I remember, like, like, Red Dirt Road was on it, Don't Take the Girl, like, you know, all these songs. And I was just like, okay. But, um... Like, she's like, just give it a shot, you know. And if you don't like it, you don't have to listen to it. I
0: kind of like this girl. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So um, I still have the CD. I found it when I went home. No way. Which is wild. Yeah. Um, But it's, uh, but like, just listening, like, wanting to be a songwriter, and I had already written songs for a couple years. Like, they weren't good. I was like 14, 15 years old. Right. But like, like, I had a passion to write songs. And just listening to the lyrics of a country song and, like, the way they tell a story is, like, nothing I'd ever heard of before. And it's, like, holy cow, like, Mm. I want to write a song like that. Yeah. And it's so simple. Like, a lot of pop stuff, like, at least at that time, was so, like, metaphorical and, like... like, (laughs) Artsy. And just hearing hearing a song written just straight to the point, but, like, so clever at the same time, it's just, like, that's way harder than you would think to write something like that. Do
0: you remember, like, one song in particular? Or was it just kind of this whole CD that...
1: Yeah, I mean, I think... You know, like I think uh one of my favorite songs still that was on that CD was I think it was it might have been the first song was Anything But Mine by Kenny Chesney. Yeah. You know. You and do that
0: at shows. I've heard yeah, you say, Yeah, crazy. Yeah. I song. love
1: that song. And it's it's not super you know, it's not super complex. Out there. Complex, yeah. no, but it's that was a great story. Um so anyway, so when I was like I was that was like sixteen, seventeen and I was like, Oh man, like I if I want to do music, I want to go do it to Nashville. And Um, so I remember before I went to college, I had to talk with my mom. I was like, you know, I was like, if I moved to Nashville, like, would you be okay with that before college? And she was like, yeah. She's like, I mean, she's like, if you really want to do that, she's like, I'm not going to stop you. But she's like, I would just advise you to go to college, but you don't, you know, I'm not going to not support you if you go to Nashville. You
0: have good parents. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 My parents are very much like, here's our advice and our wisdom, and then you do with it what you want. Love that. And we're not gonna, yeah, we're not gonna be mad at you if you don't, you know, Mm -hmm. if you have to learn the hard way sometimes. So, but I went to college, super thankful I did, Um, especially because you can't really do anything until you're 21 in Nashville most of the time anyway. Yeah, might as well. (laughs) Yeah, might as well. Which I didn't know that at the time, but I know that now. Um, So yeah, so I wanted to move to Nashville, and that's what that's what got me hooked on country music. So, and I was also from Indiana, which is very rural area, you know. Yeah. And so I remember that time. Especially when I went to my public high school, um, some of my best friends were farmers. You know, really? their families were farmers. So yeah. at that time, like Big Green tractor came out, <sighs> like like it was very like farm heavy. It was yes. like the content of the music, and we're like, oh my gosh, this is about, yeah, this is about us. You know, that's right. so all my all my new friends at the high school from my hometown were super into that kind of stuff. So that's perfect. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, how did you get to Nashville?
1: How did I get to Nashville? Yeah. Um. So. The cool thing about, um, so the school, the college I went to, Anderson University, they had, they were part of, like, um, I don't know, like, not a, like, coalition, but they did, like, they had this, um, they had this program called Best Semester, Mm -hmm. and they had different programs across the country for different things. Yeah. So, like, they had one you could, like, apply for, and it was, they pulled from all these small private colleges across the country, but they had, like, one in L.A. where you, if you wanted to just do film, you could Mm -hmm. go out there for a semester and learn That's how cool. like it's like it's kind of like intensive like a semester intensive thing yeah um so for music they had a nashville one nice. so um so my last semester of college i had um built up enough credits where i could either graduate a semester early um and be done in three and a half years but instead i applied for this program here in nashville it's uh, down in brentwood and it's called the contemporary music center uh-huh. so i applied for that got in And then moved down here my last semester of college and was here. And um, that was probably the best thing I could have done to, like, help get my feet wet for Nashville because my teachers were great. Um, They really taught us, like, you don't really know anything about the music industry until you're actually in it. That's right. So, like, that was a good crash course, like, a taste of it without actually being in it. Like, because all of our professors had worked in the music industry. Yeah. Yeah. and it was cool. Like, we had... It's the first time I ever had, like, a songwriting class. Nice. Which was really fun. So, every week, we had to write a song. Um, and then, Thursdays, we had performances. Oh, wow. So, we had to, like... Um, there was probably, like, 40 of us there.
0: Yeah.
1: And we all played different instruments. And there was different tracks. There was, like, a business track, a tech track, and, a, and like, a songwriter-singer track. So, I was in the songwriter-singer track.
0: So, you had to, like, perform we had every to perform week. We perform every
1: week. Wow. And we had to, like, pick out our band from the pe- students that were there.
0: Yeah.
1: And... Uh, then at the end of the semester we did like a little tour we went to like a little like we went to like a six college tour we would like what? go to the auditorium that's so
0: cool we like
1: we learned like i remember we went to sound stage and yeah. we learned how to we use one of the rooms we learned how to set up our whole thing and tear it down and load it in the truck and like we learned how yeah. much goes into that like stage hands and yeah. Like, yeah and tech guys so um so we we spent like a whole day doing that and getting good at our load in and tear down, um, yeah. And then we would go. We went like a little week and a half tour to like six different colleges, and we would set yeah. up, do our show, yeah. For students tear it down, go to the next place. What a
0: great program! Yeah, it oh was awesome, and
1: it's still there. Um, and now it's. I think it's open to the public now. It's not just to like the private schools. Yeah. Um, so I think anybody can apply for it. There you so go. if you are, um, if you are in a college age and something you're interested in look up contemporary music center in nashville because it was life changing for me but it helped get my feet wet in nashville went home for that summer uh, got my di- got my diploma moved back in august and been here ever since
0: so when you move back mm-hmm. take us into that because you're like what 21 Yeah, 22 22
1: just turned 22 yeah
0: so what does that look like how did you find a place yeah did you have a job like take us into all that
1: yeah um so when i moved to Nashville, my dad went to uh, Ball State University in Indiana, okay. and he was in a band. And the lead singer of his band, him and his wife, uh, live in Brentwood. So my dad, I don't think they've really talked in a really long time. And my dad just reached out to him and was like, hey, like, David's thinking about moving to Nashville. Um, do you have any like leads on where he could live, or like where? And they're like, "Hey, we have an extra bedroom; he can Stop. crash with us for a couple months." That's so awesome! So, but I moved to Nashville. I'd never met them really. Yeah. I think I met them at Contemporary Music Center when I was there the semester before, but yeah. uh, like twice maybe. Wow. But then I moved into their spare bedroom. Didn't know a soul in Nashville, um, and my songwriting teacher at the at the at the school was just like, "Hey, I was just he was just like, I think that um, you have enough aptitude." for songwriting that if you want to move to Nashville and work your butt off that like you could do something maybe, you know? Yeah. So I was like, okay. So that's definitely what I wanted to hear. So he, I was like, where do I start? And he was like, just Google open mic nights, go meet people, go play open mic nights anywhere you can. Yeah. And so that's what I did. I think I took my first week, I started working at Starbucks. I got a job at Starbucks. Um, Became a coffee fiend.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say anybody <laughs> who knows. I didn't really those... drink coffee until
1: I moved to Nashville, and then I worked there. You, and have, to I drink ha- I, you have to drink coffee in You have to. So um, yeah, so I I op- I uh, went to every open mic I could. Yeah. Um, I went to the Commodore Grill a lot. Yep. Um, Number one. The Puckets and Leaper's Fork. Yeah. It's now called Fox and Lock, but every Thursday they they might still have open mic every Thursday. Yeah. But the good thing about that place is you could play you get to sing two songs. Well. So, yeah 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 so but it was fun i mean like and and through that i got to you know meet a lot of people yeah. like build kind of like my little community um and uh the first place i ever played was douglas corner cafe do you remember that place i
0: do remember douglas corner yeah. they uh, did like
1: a two i think it was monday or tuesday night and you had to call in
0: yes yeah and
1: i was i was in the last round i was there for five hours because they don't tell you like what number yeah, you are i remember doing that too and I think I sang, there was me and one other person on stage at the very end. We were singing to the, oh. was it Donnie Winters who ran it? Yes. Yeah, and the bartenders. That, that's yeah. who we were singing to. That's yeah. right. But I was like, that was the first place I ever played. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. Were you I was nervous? Like, I waited for five hours. A little bit, yeah. Yeah. But I was just like, this is, like, you know, like, like I feel like you know that you're doing what you're supposed to do is if, if you sit in a bar for five hours and yeah. know nobody and you get Aww. on stage and you're like. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, like this is cool. So I was just
0: thinking about that the other day, side note. I was thinking about how like I used to get so nervous for little things like that. And uh, I don't I don't get nervous yeah. as much anymore, only for bigger things, but mm-hmm. I'm still excited.
1: Yeah no matter what. Yeah. No
0: matter what I'm excited. But like remember how nervous you used oh, to get?
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was crazy. crazy. So but it's you know, it's been a wild ride. I mean I, I lived with with uh, those family friends for two months and then I was like, I don't want us to overstay my welcome. And Aww. I literally lived on a mattress in a living room on a floor for, like, two or three months, like, after that. Like, and then I shared a room with a dude and our mattresses were on the floor, like... So, so is this
0: somebody that you, like, met out? You met some guy and you guys, let's live together. Yeah,
1: like, I... um, So, um, the couple that I lived with Mm -hmm. the first two months, the Garretts, they um, actually had had done the same thing that they were doing for me for another guy right before me. And he... So, he found a house with these guys, um... And he was living on the floor, yeah. You know, and he moved back to Texas, which is where he oh. was from. But he was like, "Hey man, it's super cheap." It was like two hundred fifty bucks, like Love it. Yeah. 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 But I was sleeping on a floor in a living room. That's okay. You know, I hadn't. I had no bedroom. But that's like, what you
0: do when you're twenty two.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I and I didn't care. Like yeah. I didn't. Like I wasn't like bummed about. It. I wasn't put out about it. I yeah. was like, I'm doing the thing. Like yeah. this is awesome. You're you know? doing
0: what you're supposed to do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah. But like you rough it and you like you look back and you're like, Holy cow, I don't know do that. that today. But Yeah. Like, yeah. Isn't that wild? <laughs> I didn't even think about it back then.
0: You're so brave when you're young and you just are. fearless. You are and you don't think too much. No. It's the wildest thing.
1: Yeah. You're like a door opens, you just walk through it.
0: Um, so when you moved to Nashville, mm-hmm. were you an artist? Were you a songwriter? Did you even understand that there might be a difference?
1: Yeah. I think I kinda understood that there was a difference. Um I thought that you really had to be one or the other. Yeah. Um, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I moved to Nashville being like, I want to just be a songwriter. Like okay. that, that's that's kind of what I want to do. But then um I think after a while i realized you don't have to just be one. Yeah. Um and uh I think even now it's kind of encouraged to be more than just one. You know yeah. what I mean? Um yep. Yep. so I Put out an EP in 2016. I had songs that I loved that nobody was going to hear unless I released them. I and, love I and I loved, I loved yeah. and I love singing and I love singing. You know, I love performing. I love playing guitar. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'll just do this thing yeah. too. Yeah. So why not? Why not? Why not? Exactly.
0: Okay. So you played open mic nights. You're mm-hmm. you're building up a network. You're starting to co-write.
1: Starting yes, co-writing was tough. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. I'd never done it until I moved to Nashville. I don't and think anybody does. Yeah, it's you write national. by yourself, and um, actually, the guy who I took his place in the house mm-hmm. that moved back to Texas, his name is David Dulce, and he was such a big part of me learning how to co-write. Really? Like, he was so patient. He was the first person who would co-write with me, Aww. and I was so bad at co-writing. I was terrible, because, you know, like, you don't... You don't, like, learn how to, like, banter or go back and forth or just, like, hang out. Like, you're just so in your head and you just sit there quietly as you're trying to think of something great. And the whole time you're just like, why can't I think of anything? You know? (laughs) You're not actually thinking of anything. You're just like. I
0: haven't said anything in 13 minutes. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's all you can think about. Um, But he was, yeah, he he was the first person to co-write with me. Um, We wrote terrible songs, but it's not because of him. It was because of me, (laughs) you know. Um, can't even remember anything we wrote, but it it like it got me. I was like, okay, I can like I can get in into yeah. co-writing, you know. Um, he also pulled me up on my first round at Bellcourt. Like he got me to play the, my first round with him. We played the yeah, Bellcourt Taps was uh the first place I ever played. Yeah.
0: RIP all these places. I know. Gosh.
1: Yeah, and Ben Coward, man. He was the sound guy. RIP Ben Coward, man. Miss that dude. <laughs> yeah. But uh <laughs> So you but were doing the grind. I was doing the grind. Yeah, so that's, um, I don't, can't, oh, it's, oh, co-writing, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're co-writing. asking. Co-writing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so then I just kind of found, I think the next person I started co-writing with um, was Lacey Caroline. Did you ever know Lacey Caroline? I know of Lacey. Yeah. Yeah. She was awesome. We were, like, she moved to town, like, the same time that I did, Yeah. and we got put into two random rounds, like, back-to-back together, Yeah. and we're, like, oh, my gosh, like, Maybe we, we should. We got to start writing. Yeah, we start playing shows together, and um, so you just kind of find your people, yeah. you know. And yeah, I would just start going out to rounds and just going yeah. just to listen to me people, and that's the best thing I think you can do.
0: I think it is too. Yeah. How long do you think it took till like you heard somebody else play a song that you guys wrote together?
1: Mm like, like a, a somebody, like a song that I wrote with somebody yeah. and they played out. Yeah. Um. Probably like, I don't know.
0: Pretty immediately. A
1: year. Yeah. yeah maybe something like that. And yeah. then
0: how long until somebody recorded something that you guys wrote?
1: Oh, man. Um, i trying to think the person who recorded, I think it's, I'm trying to think, I can't remember. It might have been like. It's all a blur. A, yeah. It might have <laughs> been a few years after I moved to Nashville. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think his name was Jace. Jace, I believe Jace Hackman. Yeah. We'll if you're listening up. to this,
0: yeah, we'll look at you up. know who you
1: are. Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: well, I'm just trying to create a, a timeline, a little bit of like, you know, you're you're chasing being an artist, you're chasing being a songwriter, and yeah. and it's really two different paths.
1: It is. And yeah. You
0: kind of have to work at both. So you're, you're playing out, and then you were also playing live music for a living at this time.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Uh, the first place I played where I actually got paid money um, was making tips at the row.
0: Oh, yeah. So many of us started the row. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the row.
1: Shout out to the row, and uh, so yeah. But at that time, I was still working full time yeah. at Starbucks slash Bass Pro. I got a job at Bass Pro too. Oh, Starbucks I remember wasn't when you not paying at Bass enough. Pro. Yeah, oh,
0: that's right.
1: So um, yeah, so I I was doing that, and then I'm playing whenever I could, and then eventually I would say. I don't know. After being in a year for, town for five years, I, pr- I looking back, I wish I would have done it sooner. I yeah. was just too scared to take the leap. Yeah. But um, <laughs> about five years into town, I started playing full time. Like, yeah, it's I, scary. I my, it is. It is because, like, you know, I I think I think I had I was having enough people asking me randomly to play last minute duo yeah. sets or whatever downtown, and I was like, I kept saying no, and I was like, if I keep saying no, they're going to stop asking me. Yeah. So I was like, right. I got to quit my job and just go for it.
0: Good for you. Yeah. Another brave young thing. Scary.
1: Yes. Yeah. Very scary, but definitely worth it. You yeah. know. Um yeah. Yep.
0: So take us into that playing gigs, doing the Broadway thing. Mm-hmm. What is that life like?
1: It's wild. How long
0: till you burn out?
1: <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. yeah. It's it's one of those things where um, when you're doing it a lot, when I'm doing it a lot, I'm kinda like, Oh my gosh, I gotta go do this again. You know, I gotta sing the song again. So fun. But then when you don't do it, you're like, I kinda miss it. And then you get back yep. on stage and then you kinda get nostalgic and you're like, Oh hey, this is actually a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I know but,
0: exactly what you mean.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I do think that me working in retail for f- four and a half, five years. Yeah. Like makes me appreciate every single gig that much more because yeah. I know what it's like to fold t shirts for eight hours a day and I'm just yeah. like, th- and make no money and you're just like, okay, I would much rather be up here on yeah. stage singing well, songs. And, at
0: least, and that's always the thing I think that a lot of musicians struggle with, I, I understand, mm-hmm. is why would I go full t-shirts for eight hours when I can go down here, And at least I have a shot of making. You never know if someone's going to drop a hundred dollar bill in your yeah. tip jar. You just don't know. So yeah. I, I understand why it's hard to pull away from the real job. But it
1: is. Yeah. yeah, it's like that. You, it's like it's that check, it's that check that you know you're going to get every week, and you're yeah. just like it's hard to like let that go.
0: Absolutely. And
1: like gamble like, when you're on your own. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's exactly. Tough. So, but it's it's been great. Also, um, like. You know, a couple other people that have been great in my life, obviously you. You know, you've asked me to play so many times. (laughs) We went to the UK together.
0: We have to talk about that. Yeah, we will. We will. We'll save that for a second. Okay.
1: And then, um, like, another person who believed in me was Sasha McVeigh. You know, like, uh, I met her at Belcourt Taps one night, and uh, we wrote a couple songs together. She was living in the UK at the time, planning on moving here whenever she could. But um, she lost she had her her mom is like is an was like her manager for a while and her mom is a bulldog like she will get things done it's I awesome i love that um but she had booked all these festival gigs like for two summers in a row and um she had to be in the UK for a while so she kind of like lost her band and she came back and she's like had all these gigs and she was just like I want you to play lead guitar for me. And I was like, that is not something that I was comfortable with or had yeah. ever really done. Right. And she's like, I believe that you can do it. And I want you... I, I, oh. she she's like, I like... Like, you're a good person. Like, you know... Um, like we sing well together yeah. and like, you I know, I trust you. Yeah. I trust. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's a big thing. But if you're on the road with somebody is like having yeah. like a good vibe with people, you Absolutely. know, because you can have the most talented musician in, with you on the road. But if they're not fun to hang out with, like you're only playing music for an hour or two and yeah. you have, you're hanging out the rest, you know. So true. So um, that's why I think being a good hang in Nashville is such a such a big, big deal. But, you're
0: known for that, by the way. Like, everybody loves David Evans. Everybody wants to hang with you. Everybody wants to write with you. Everyone <laughs> wants to have you on their show. So you have mastered that. It, I mean, seriously. Like, not only are you talented, but you're beloved.
1: Oh, uh, well, you just got to... I mean, you just have to be a nice person. Like, that's really... it. will really give not- your parents the credit. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Dan and Carol did a great job. Um, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. Just being just being a nice person goes yeah. so far in this town. I really like, believe it that. It really does. Because there's so many people who are not nice people. Yeah. Just in the world in general, but like So true. Yeah.
0: But you were on the road with Sasha?
1: Yeah. So like you know, I th- I think that I've become a better musician, songwriter because other people have pushed me to become a better. Because yeah. because like they believe they saw they believed in me before I believed in me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, and I think that I that's do. big is finding people in Nashville that believe in you, yeah. you know. And See see potential that you don't see. And I and I Mm -hmm. and I try to do that for the I mean like you try to give it back too, you know, like I feel like that's Nashville is such a community. Like that's that's really that's what's really cool about that. So I learned how to play lead guitar because Sasha was like, You, you know, I believe you can do it. And then you throw me on a main stage, you know You better do it. On at a festival in front of all these people and it's like you just you just better start flying. Yeah. You know, you know, see, here it goes, you know. (laughs) Yeah. That was super nerve wracking.
0: (laughs) But you're glad that happened. (laughs)
1: So glad it happened because it it, it gave me the push I needed to like, to try to get better at something I wasn't good at, you know, so. Wow.
0: Okay. So you play with with Sasha. Mm -hmm. You're playing all these gigs. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You have these jobs. Mm -hmm. You kind of quit. You're doing it full time. Yeah. Um, Actually, th- so the first time I met you, I mm. think we had met before, but I don't remember.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. But I remember uh, it was a banner. It was like, a, what was it, Margarita Monday or yeah. Tuesday yeah, or probably. something? Yeah. And I also met Ryan Larkins that night. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. There were a few other people. And looking back, that room was like full of people that I love now. Yeah. Um, and it was just some random night. So, hey, you know, if there's ever an event going on, just make yourself go.
1: Yeah. Because um, you do just it. don't
0: know who you're going to meet. Do you remember meeting me? I, I, don't remember even, you. I don't even know if I spoke to you, but I remember like they were passing the guitar around yes. and you played, and I was like, oh my gosh, he's great.
1: Another person that was there that night that I played around with last week was Nicole Miller. Nicole yes, Miller. That's where Nicole. I met Nicole Miller. Yeah. So great. So, yeah, that's, you know, and it's cool because, like, you know, Banner is a publisher in town. Right. And they had nights for people who weren't signed that they believed in. And that's we right. Were, it was cool that we were a part of that night, and yeah. we got to meet other people through
0: that. Yeah, huge shout out to Banner because I went to a few of those and I met so many great people. Yeah. Huge shout out to Banner. Um, so yeah, that's where I met you. Yeah. I started asking him to play some gigs with me because I was tired of playing in hotel bars by myself so I was trying <laughs> to get into Broadway and um, and on Broadway a lot of the time like if you don't have a full band which it's really hard to get into the full band stuff by the mm-hmm. way down there because a lot of the places you don't make enough tips to it's it's just very, it's very political. Anyway, so I was like playing duo gigs and you were my favorite person to call Mm. and we had so much fun together it's a grind Mm. um and i know what you mean because there were times where i would be like this is exhausting and i would step back for like i don't know a couple weeks you know as best i could financially Mm -hmm. and take a break and then i'd miss it yeah it's the weirdest thing isn't it it is yeah um but one of the should we go there should we go there i'm gonna go there so one of these nights we were playing i think it was around christmas wasn't it yep tell the story
1: Uh yeah, we were playing at Bailey's. Bailey's. Which is now not Bailey's something
0: else now, of course, on Broadway. Yeah.
1: They're always changing. Um yeah, I think it was just me and you and Mm -hmm. the bartenders and maybe this one table of people. Yeah. There might have been one other table, but definitely this table of people. Yeah. And they were having the best time. Yeah. Just listen to us sing and we're like, these people are awesome. I remember
0: they asked me to play Landslide and I was like, Okay. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Okay. Just kinda kinda somber, but all right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) You don't usually get asked to play landslide on Broadway.
1: Yeah, yeah. I remember they were wearing. There was four of them. They're all wearing different NFL teams. Oh, jerseys. I don't
0: remember that.
1: Yeah. Oh. I, yeah. I was like, this is kind of weird. Like, okay. they're all wearing different NFL jerseys.
0: All right. Sure.
1: But uh, but we went and talked to them afterwards, and they were from, they were all from England. Yep. And uh, they they were having such a great time. They were just visiting, and then they they had had a lot to drink, you know. And there <laughs> was a good time. you know, there's times where, um people drink and then they come up after gigs and they Mm -hmm. ask you like you should come to my boat party sometime and play
0: yeah
1: like let's keep in touch you know and most of the time you're just like you never hear from them again you know um but um they got our contact information Mm -hmm. and asked us to go sing at their wedding in scotland yeah and it actually happened.
0: It actually happened. I actually remember you were talking to them. I think my mom was with us that night. My mom would she tag along been. sometimes and come watch us because she loves David also. And uh, like she'll come see me, but she'll definitely come see me if I'm playing with David. <laughs> um, but I think I went to go to the bathroom or something, and and you came back there, and you're like, "This couple wants us to come play at their wedding in Scotland." I was like, "Okay, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, sure, sure. yeah." Just keep talking to them. That sounds great. Um, and then what happened after that? Like, I think you texted me and you were kind of in contact with them and you're like, hey, I think they actually want to do this.
1: Yeah, I think like, their like they were looking
0: at flights or something.
1: Yeah. 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 Ross kept at looking at flights and he was oh just like gosh. and uh, yeah, they made it happen. They flew us out and so wild. Um, you were you were I was just thinking about this, I think, like two days ago uh, because I saw like to go to the UK now or go to Europe in general, you have to have a visa uh from America really? they just like implemented that you have to pay for a visa now to what? just visit Europe
0: stop
1: I, I don't know i don't know the details That's crazy. i just saw the headline but it made me think yeah, that you got us our visas to play over there.
0: Yeah. Okay. Was... Let's let's get into all the details because whenever have we got to do this? We've never gotten to do this. Yeah. Okay. So I remember first of all that I was sitting in one of my like my my boring hotel bar gigs that I was talking about because they always have you playing during dinner time when there's nobody there. Yeah. So I've never <laughs> understood that. Like, just yeah. have the hotel bar entertainment from nine to midnight. I don't get the whole six to nine thing. Anyway. Yeah. But I was literally sitting there and we were like confirming flights and I was like. I'm so broke. I'm sitting in this hotel bar mm-hmm. confirming flights to Scotland. It was crazy. Anyway, but um, yeah, when we were talking about going over there, we had I'd never been to the UK. I think you had you've been over there before.
1: Yeah, I've been to Scandinavia. You've
0: been to Scandinavia.
1: Yeah.
0: I'd never been anywhere. So I had no idea like what does that entail? Paperwork wise. Are we gonna somebody had told us that you have to be careful making money over there? Yeah. Um Anyway, I asked Kanan Cox because – and I literally don't even know Kanan. Shout out to Kanan. I think we had met briefly somewhere, and so I followed him on Instagram, and I had seen that he had recently been to Scotland. And I was just like messaging him. I was like, dude – what do I do? And he, like, gave me a name, a number, an email of these people um, that kind of specialize in this. And so I think we had to pay a little bit of money for them to organize our paperwork. But basically, we had, like, these papers when we got off the plane in Scotland. We could just show them, and they were like, okay, you're, you're cool. I really, that's really the extent of my understanding of what happened. Like, yeah. thank God we didn't get, I don't know, more questions. Um, but also, I was kind of determined, we were broke musicians, like, to get us gigs over there. Mm-hmm. Again, I had never been, and somebody told me, "You're not going to get paying gigs over there. It's just not a thing. Like you don't live there. Like that doesn't exist." And I just happened to be like friends of friends that got us a couple things along the way, Mm -hmm. and um, and sure enough, I was like DMing with these people that I didn't know across the world, and they had, they would ask us to come and play for an hour or two, and there was a little bit of base pay, and we could sell CDs or whatever, and and it worked out, and that's kind Mm -hmm. of the. The quick version, I guess, yeah. but
1: yeah. Oh my gosh! Wild, and you—they broke your guitar on the flight over. There. Oh
0: my gosh! I forgot about that. Yeah, my baby. I know. My I baby. Know. We
1: carried that thing everywhere. Okay. We did not. We did not let go of it. <laughs> no, it was great. No, I'm glad. I'm glad we did because it had so much sentimental, sentimental value. Like I'm gl- looking
0: I'm, back I'm like why did I bring that guitar? Yeah, I know. But it was it was it was my guitar, my work guitar. Yeah,
1: that's what yeah. So, I only like, had one guitar.
0: Right. So. I mean I had other that was the only one that worked. Yeah. But uh yeah, so like we had to fly from Nashville to Philly and then from Philly to Scotland and when we landed in Philly, uh we literally went to go get our bags, which by the way, why did we have to get our bags?
1: Uh it's because we changed like airlines. Like we flew Yeah. Duh.
0: Yeah. Um Anyway, so like we literally got off the plane and my guitar like came around on the on the carousel and it was like completely mangled, you guys. Yeah. Like completely and he was so mad. I I, was so he mad. was so mad. And I was just I think I was just numb. I was like, yeah. it's not really gonna do any good, me getting upset. Luckily, the Southwest office was oh, it was Southwest Airlines, by the way. It was, yeah. Um but the office was right there by the carousel. So, like, I literally walked 10 feet. So, they, there was no really denying that they did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it had tire tracks on yeah,
1: it. Yeah. It looked like tracks. it had fallen off the luggage cart, and they just ran over it. On a, I'm sure it wasn't on purpose, but... It, I <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. This up for you.
0: But, yeah, we were literally, like, on our way to basically go on tour in the UK, and mm-hmm. I had no guitar. It was fine. Once we finally got on the plane in Philly, and it was, like, 9 or 10 o'clock at night, yeah. and we weren't even sitting together... I got a little overwhelmed and I, like, I was like my head against the window and I was like don't cry don't cry yeah. it's gonna be okay
1: yeah. but uh, that, that trip was like, like that was like a trip that we learned like uh, working on our feet and like patience on because it was one thing after another yeah like we that happened to start off so immediately yeah. we are like how are we gonna get you a guitar for these gigs are we gonna pass my guitar back and forth or like what are yeah. we gonna do uh, thankfully thank you to all the Irish people out there. The
0: good Irish folk yeah, out there. They're
1: amazing. You got guitars for all the gigs that you Multiple. needed. Yeah. And uh yeah. And then for the wedding, they didn't have like mic stands and stuff or like everything that they needed. <gasps> yeah, so we were right. like I th- I think there was what like a do? there was a guy there was a guy who just like worked there as a bellhop that like had a guitar for you. Yeah. And then like they like were digging in the storage closet at the hotel. To it try had to find like stuff.
0: like skateboarding brand stickers or something yeah. all over it. I was like, <laughs> yeah. let's go. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and then like my phone didn't work over there, so I was using your oh, right. hotspot.
0: Yes, and I was ordering us like Uber's places, I think, because yeah. your phone didn't work. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my god, it was crazy. What so, a journey! But yeah, definitely a story. Yeah, we have to tell. Yeah. yeah,
0: there's so much more, but it, it's coming back in flashes. Like when we first got there, it was the Fringe Festival, which is happening right now. Mm-hmm. This was four years ago.
1: Yeah. Stop. 18 to five Ni- years ago. 19, 19, 19. It was twenty nineteen.
0: Dude, that's crazy. Yep. But anyway, so like we literally landed in Edinburgh and there's like just like thousands and thousands of people in these on these cobblestone streets and there's like a castle and there's people playing um bagpipes and we were just like where are we? It was like a fever dream cuz I had never yeah. been anywhere like that. So it was just
1: crazy. Yeah. We were so tired when we landed. We, we were, were so up for so tired. long. Yeah. I remember we landed at our Airbnb or we got to our Airbnb Airbnb. And slap Edinburgh. happy. So slap, slap happy. I
0: was just crying. I was laughing so hard. I don't yeah. even remember it. what.
1: And this lady, the lady who who oh! runs it, she was showing us around the house and she introduced, she was like, my name's Kettle. And I'm like, That's sweet. It's an interesting name, but whatever, you know, must be a Scottish thing. I don't know. Yeah. So she's showing us around the house and I'm trying to like be like, mm-hmm. thanks Kettle, you know, like all this kind of stuff. And she didn't. She didn't bat an eye. She was like, "Yeah, it's my name," you know. Mm-hmm. And then she leaves, and we're like exhausted. We're like yeah. sitting in the chairs, and we're like, "Okay, we have to go to bed." And then they have this note by their TV, and it was just like, "Welcome to the home of Richard and Carol." And I was like, "Her name's Carol, not Kettle."
0: Her name is Carol? <laughs> oh, but when you're so sleep deprived, I
1: had no idea. I was trying to be polite. Oh my
0: gosh! Thanks, Kettle. Yeah. She ended up complaining about us also. Do you yeah, remember that?
1: Cuz they have like they had like five different different types, not of five. That's trash. a lot,
0: it Of was like least recycling. Yes. And
1: you had to put certain things in certain things and like we you know
0: I remember trying. So we like I think we just like showered and went out and tried to go enjoy the French festival even though we were so tired anyway. We had like fish and chips. Yeah. And there were like teenage girls that thought we were so cool cuz we were American. Mm-hmm. And anyway, when we came back, I remember like trying to separate our trash and I I don't know if I was just exhausted, if it really is complicated, but I was, yeah. I could not figure it out. No. And then she, she complained about us.
1: I think what? it was only like pictures too. Like they didn't really like tell you what was supposed to, be. it was just like, yeah. these pictures going this and we're like, I don't know. Well, we
0: speak the same language, but we did not speak the same language. Yeah, very I had true. no idea. It was But rough. anyway, I mean, we made it through, I borrowed guitars the whole time and actually shout out to Songtown because that was kind of how I got my feet wet in co-writing, mm-hmm. um, but through that, and through Jammin' and Jamies, I had met a couple people who came to Nashville from Ireland. Yeah. So when we were in trouble, I had two friends over there that, uh, friends, we're friends now, but I kind of called on them, like, help. Yeah. Um, Warren and, and Rosie. Brought us a guitar you yeah, have, and, and drove us around. Yeah. Uh, where did he drive us around?
1: Um, Rosie was, like, Northern Ireland. She drove us, like, yeah. like uh, Banger, and uh, she drove us yeah. to Ireland.
0: Yeah, and Warren and then Warren drove us around.
1: Yeah, well, that was Dundalk, all a blur. Or no, Dundalk was the no. Dundalk was where we played at the coffee shop. It's all a blur, you guys. It is. Yeah, it's all a blur. Yeah. but
0: anyway, shout out to Rosie and Warren for yeah. saving our butts. Yeah, that's crazy. Anyway, Wild. what a journey. I know. Yeah, and well, we're bonded for life now. Over that's this.
1: right. That's right. Oh, okay. I wonder if
0: anyone's going to find this story interesting, by the way. We just totally... like I think it's interesting, but yeah. maybe it's because I lived it. Yeah, but true. anyway, so I mean, it's just the craziest thing. I, I, you never know what's going to happen or who you're going to meet in Nashville.
1: Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And you know what? That was because we played a gig... And the winter for nobody except for this one table. Yep. And you just never know.
0: Honestly, that's kind of the thing that pisses me off about Nashville sometimes is like when you go to write a song in the morning and maybe you're not up for it and you're like, you just don't know. And sometimes it's crap and sometimes it could be like one of your best songs and you're like, dude, but like I wasn't going to show up today.
1: I know. So you
0: have to just show up. Yeah. No days off.
1: I know. That's the hard part.
0: That's the hard part. That's the hard part. Because you don't know.
1: You don't know. And... It's like you always have this FOMO. It makes makes your FOMO yeah. worse because you're like, Right. Well, like I don't want to go out tonight and see this round, but like who knows who I might meet. Exactly. You know? So
0: yeah. seriously. Like, Crazy. you know, I don't I don't remember if I wanted to go to that event or not. I'm sure I wanted to, but there's mm-hmm. been times where I didn't want to go to an event and I was like, go to the event and yeah. you meet somebody cool. So
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So what's your ultimate dream and what's next for you?
1: Oh man. My ultimate dream is um I think my ultimate dream was is to be like a songwriter singer like hybrid like that's let me explain that's weird <laughs> Kind of like kind of like um I would love to be like a a Dave Barnes or a Steve Moakler or something like that
0: yes. and like
1: where like I have I'm known to be a songwriter I have hits um but I can also like go play my own stuff and sell out like a theater and stuff like that and make yes. some money like doing that like um I feel like that's. I feel like if I if I had that, I would be really happy. You know.
0: I think you will have that.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So.
0: Oh wait, hold on! Before we do anything else, I forgot you were just playing guitar for Morgan Johnston, mm-hmm. and you guys opened for Lainey Wilson. We did. How was that? That
1: was awesome. Was it? It was so fun. Yeah. So
0: cool. Yeah.
1: So she's from she's from the Cape, which is we played on Cape Cod, mm-hmm. um, and Hyannis, and uh, yeah, that was it. Happened. There was like. She told me it might happen like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. but like they didn't get back with her until like a week and a half before. Stop. I mean, like, no, you're like, we need you, and wow. so which was, but it was awesome. It was a fast trip, whirl- whirlwind trip, as always, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was it was so fun. Lainey Wilson is awesome live. She's so good.
0: I bet I haven't seen her live.
1: Yeah, but I'm a fan. She's so the the way that this venue is, it's like it looks like a big circus tent. Yeah. And they have a circle stage in the middle, and it spins. Really slowly the whole That's show. So cool. So everybody can see, you know. Yeah. Um, but she was jumping around, jumping around the stage the whole time, which was awesome. Yeah, high energy.
0: What is it like playing on a spinning stage?
1: Um, it's kind of weird at first. Was it? Yeah, like I would like look down trying to tune, mm-hmm. and you could just see the stage kind of like, moving. Uh. You're like, okay, can't look down. <laughs> um, but it doesn't move so fast that you're like dizzy. But yeah. it's 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 a little different. Yeah. So
0: cool. But it's fun.
1: It was a lot of fun. Very thankful.
0: What a cool opportunity. Mm-hmm. See, this is what happens when you're beloved around town. Everybody calls on you to come be a part of their their cool. We need a mediocre g- guitar player. Shut up. Oh my god, that's the Midwest. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Actually, wait, I thought of you too. I have mm-hmm. I have a new kitten and we yeah. named him Indiana after Indiana Jones. Nice. But I thought of you earlier. I was like, oh my gosh, David's from Indiana.
1: That's it. You have I, another kitten?
0: I don't want to talk about it. Okay,
1: cool. <laughs> Love it.
0: You'll have to come meet him.
1: <laughs> nice, I will.
0: Um, yeah, okay. Hopefully, new music soon.
1: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm working on. I've been. I was. We were talking earlier. I'm getting more into production. Um. So I'm trying to start co-producing my own stuff. So yeah. So I can have more of like my fingers and my music and uh, yes. in the sound of my music.
0: Yeah. So, well, I mean, you've been doing this for so long. You know what you're doing.
1: Yeah. We'll yeah. trust
0: you with your music.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what though? It does. You know, like people say, it takes a while to find your sound. Yeah. Because you moved to Nashville and you sound like everybody that you like to listen to at the time. True. And then you kind of, it takes a little while, but you eventually find like, this is what I sound like. This is what naturally comes from me, you know. So I feel like I have a pretty good handle on what that should be now. So... Yeah. um,
0: It also takes time too to just find people that are able to kind of help you build what you're hearing in your head. Yes. Yeah. Because for a long time, you just kind of put music out just to get something out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I'm excited to hear what you're... Working yeah,
1: on. Yeah, yeah. So, and I have, I need to figure out exactly what songs, like, in what order to do them in. You yeah. know what,
0: though? What a good problem to have.
1: I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not complaining. Yeah. So,
0: <laughs> This is so fun. It is. I feel like it went by really fast, and there's probably other things that we could have talked about. So mm-hmm. this is what I've been telling everyone lately, is we'll just do a part two.
1: Perfect. We'll just
0: do a part two sometime.
1: Absolutely. Thanks so, for being here. Yeah.
0: And thanks for having me.
1: Yeah. And thanks for being here. And your here. comfy couch. That's right. Yeah. So, this is fun. We need to, it's just fun to catch up to.
0: I know. I haven't seen him in months. We don't see each other as much anymore. We both kind of like backed away from Broadway and we're trying to do other things. Mm -hmm. And
1: yeah. But if you ever need anybody, let me know. Likewise. Yeah. We'll do.
0: All right. All right. Well, we'll do it again soon. Yeah.
1: Sounds good. Bye. Bye.